Well, Odyssey Keith has swallowed their pride and they invited an employee back into the fold. And the TV network up front is really kind of a shit show this year, as you can well imagine, at least compared to previous mm. years. So that's what we'll be talking about today. Good morning. This is Friday edition of Media Insultant. We do our opinions, comments, and thoughts about what's going on in radio, TV, and digital media, where they all intersect. I'm Jackson Weaver in the Pacific Northwest. My co-host is Keith Samuels in Hollywood. That's right, baby. Living the dream. That's right, baby. Living the dream in Hollywood. So we do this each Tuesday and Friday, as you probably know by now. So welcome to the Friday, May 20th edition of Media Insult. So while I didn't work there for very long, maybe a couple of years, Keith, I have a certain loyalty to Cairo TV here in Seattle, uh, Channel 7, since they were sold uh, to Cox or Cox sold them off. It seems they can't get a break. We we pointed out Tuesday they have one Seahawks game. Uh, their news ratings are anemic. They have no co-owned radio stations to leverage any promotion yeah. with. Uh, but then again, neither does anybody else, so maybe they're in the same boat as everyone. But that's not what this is about. What this is about is I got an email from their HR department. They have not a couple of job openings, not three, not five. They have ten job openings right now, Keith, at Cairo. They range from news producer to account exec to a, a digital strategist, whatever the hell that is. Uh, we're probably beating a dead horse, but these Keith, these jobs had a line of applicants out the wind, out the door, five years ago, mm-hmm. and not so much today. Now they are smart in one sense. Colleges are graduating; they can probably pick up some college students out of this. But you know, being a TV reporter working for a TV stations no longer a prestige job, is it? Uh, no, and uh, and frankly, if you're uh, if you're going to come out of college and want to get into television, you're going to a smaller market. In fact, uh, uh, my friend and former employee Cindy Graham, who's a sales manager over at Hubbard these days, I believe, uh, formerly at CBS Centercom Odyssey. In any case, uh, you know her her daughter was a, a graduate, you know, news journalist, and she's been bumping her way around different small markets, you know, over in Montana and. And I think now Eastern Washington, but you know that's where they go. And so when you when you see you see market like Seattle, you know top twenty five market, you're, they're gonna they're gonna pull from the AAA farm clubs in some of your surrounding um, markets, Eastern Washington, you know Montana, Idaho, somewhere, and th- you know that's where they're gonna pull them in. As far as salespeople go, hell, I think you can get a sales job if they if they put a mirror under your nose and you they detect a breath. I think you can get a sales gig in media these days because, <laughs> you know, the great resignation, you know, is one thing, and that's made it difficult for these guys to to maintain a full staff. But also, too, it's the you know it's what's over the air anything anymore. It's all you know all the cool digital stuff. Problem is, is that is right. that now Netflix and all these other you know some of these other digital services are putting a halt to hiring. There's a hiring freeze at some of these big digital companies. And so what's everybody going to do? Oh, we might have to go to work at Cairo. <laughs> and by the way, Cox still owns the stations. They're not selling them off. It's not part of that group they're selling. And Cox is a great company right. to work for. You know, I, I looked at their website. They've got 71 jobs open in Atlanta. That's radio, TV, and newspaper. You know, 14 in Tampa, 25 in Dayton, 33 in Orlando, 13 in Miami. I mean, 
it's a great company. You know, I'd recommend it in a nanosecond. So, uh, you know, it, recruiting these days is not easy, as Lucy has explained to us many times. Lucy Rice, our friend who does recruitment consulting and, and other management consulting. So, you know, it's just, it's just really hard to find people. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm 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 with you on the fact that Cox uh, or these major markets are not taking people straight out of college. I've talked to some managers who say, really? you know, you get somebody fairly talented, yeah, they'll get them right okay. out of college. All right, so go for it. Imagine, imagine, imagine how tough it is to recruit television talent in Alpena, Michigan, or Amarillo, Texas. You know, that's where that's where it gets yeah. hard. Yeah. Okay. The the upfronts have always been just this fabulous blowout party where all the networks get together with all their affiliate stations and all the ad agencies and they do song and dance about the season coming mm-hmm. up and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it's very exciting and it's wonderful, except for one thing. It's now kind of turning into what I'd call a shit show. I mean, you know, the rates have gone up every year for the past decade mm-hmm. and finally the agencies are going, no. No, we're not going to do that. And the agencies have literally, as we spoke a couple of weeks ago, thousands of options. CTV, OTT, they don't need to buy network television the way they used to. And it used to be that, you know, you'd you'd go watch the presentations, the agencies would make their buy, and then everybody would go get drunk. But boy, not today. Not today. It's it's really changed. Have you ever been to an upfront? I have never been to the upfronts in New York, although I went to... um... I went to a, a, a presentation by a local network affiliate. You know them, KSL, big NBC affiliate in Salt Lake City. And when I was consulting the sales department at KSL, they were having one of my trips up there was during their little local upfront, which was basically their preview debut of next year, the new season. Okay, and they took over a you know they took over this inter, this amazing entertainment center. This it was like an IMAX theater in Salt Lake, and they did the you know the video, and they had the local managers do the introductions and they had their newscasters there and everybody with their anchors you know that everybody knows and loves and followed by dinner and you know all the socializing and it was it was really great now you know i'm sure there was some you know business done as a result of that but but for the upfronts there is a big business component in new york for those big tv buyers unlike these local events but where they are committing x amount of budget or X, X millions of dollars to each of these networks in advance and, and, and locking in their deals early on, right? That's what the upfront is. I'm buying in advance so I get a better deal and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock up a lot of inventory. Then they go back and figure out what client's going to use that inventory to run their commercials in. That's right. Yeah. That's but right. Over, the, over the last decade, prior to COVID, people going, you know what? We want to be flexible. We want to have some flexibility here. We want to have some money to move around late in the year. So we'll only give you this percentage of our budget or this many millions of dollars, but we're not going to give you like we used to. But we still want a good deal. Now you've got yeah, now go you have so many more options. All the uh, all the CTV guys are selling, all the OTV guys, OTT guys. Now even Netflix is going to get into the ad business, rumor is. You've got all these other companies doing upfronts, so that's really diluted it. I feel sorry for the for the big four networks because there's no way they can command the budget budget requests that they want to they want to go for. There's no way they can drive price like they probably could before. And and now with so many people holding dollars back, they can still get a great deal in Q3 and Q4. So what's the point? You right. Know? Right. I don't. Yeah. I think right. I think it's losing its its. Uh, 
its appeal as a sales event and more as a showcase for content. Well, and just one final thought. Uh, What no one's talking about is in this process, with all of these options, there is going to be a glut of inventory. Yeah. And it's coming. It's already there. And and so, yeah, yeah, it is is already there. And so I think we'll see rates going down. I think that'll help for local buyers who are trying to buy at a a better rate for the local TV stations. I think it's, you know, for, for them, it's good for the network's. Not so yeah, much. Yeah. All right. Odyssey has had a real turnover problem, as we all know, and their retention has never been very good, but really is in the is in the toilet. But they got a guy that that had been working with them for what was it, 22, 28 years, I think, twenty eight years in Los Angeles, yeah, running. Yeah. K R. Yeah. Uh, Thirty years, almost. Yeah. It was like early nineties to to uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. So twenty. Yeah. Twenty eight years. He started in ninety two, right. as you said. And, and K-Rock was a legend in, in Los Angeles radio for a long, long time. But uh, Odyssey apparently came to him and said, you know, we're not going to pay you as much. And he said, that doesn't work for me. So he went off and joined Spotify. And now Odyssey, I think, has come calling back to him on, on knees because K-Rock is in the toilet. Yeah. How badly has, is K-Rock off, Keith? Uh, well, it's, it's down. I think they're down to a 1-4 share ranking. I don't know. Uh, Ranks 28th in the market with a 1-4 share. So, you know, this, this is a station that back in the early, back in the 90s when Kevin's first, you know, first was there and the station was already doing great. Kevin got it even greater for a while. They were one of the top 10 billing advertising sales stations in the country. They were a top 10 in the country. They were strong in audience ratings. They were giant in revenue. And now they're they've, they've lost most of their ratings, and they're certainly not a giant in revenue. They're 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 a fraction of what they used to be. So it's really a desperate so, situation for Jeff Fetterman and Odyssey in Los Angeles to 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 stop this free fall of of uh, of K Rock, both from a revenue and rating standpoint. The other problem is is that Kevin Weatherly, who we're talking about, was you know he resigned in 2020. Now it's 2022. Station's gotten even worse. He oversaw a, a bit of that decline. He was losing personalities. Kevin and Bean were retiring. He had other guys, Stryker and other other you know popular DJs on the station were, were leaving, and so were the ratings. And so he went to Spotify. And uh, LA's all a buzz about this deal because why? You know they they were still trying to figure out why he left for Spotify. Now it's like why did he leave Spotify? What's going on at Spotify? What's their problem? And now it's it, he comes back, but. Part of the deal for Kevin Weatherly this time around is that he gets to be the format captain for Alternative Rock for the company. Now, guys in the know on the programming side said there are already like four, three or four other guys doing alternative format captaining. And by the way, back when it was CBS, Kevin was overseeing about three or four other alternative rock stations even then. So everybody's kind of scratching their head going, what's new about this deal? Uh, why would he do it? Is it really, is it you know, like you, most of them are saying like you just did, it's kind of too late, dude. Uh, everybody's scratching their head going, well, whatever, whatever. So we're keeping an eye on this as more comes out. This happened, uh, you know, late last week, you know, I'll report in on it, but for now it's just got a lot of people scratching their heads in LA radio. Well, and it raises the question, can you resurrect a station? You know, can you bring a station like that? That's back? really, you know, really tough. That, and you know how hard that falls is. Into that, you know, yeah, because, it's really yeah, hard. It, it falls into that category of, you know, uh, K-Rock, everybody's heard of it, nobody listens. Right, yes. That's the struggle Kevin's going to have. Well, I wish him luck, and we will keep an eye on that. That's 
that's a kind of an interesting interesting deal uh keith that's going to do it we've had so much fun i mean after the excitement of uh tuesday when we were talking about tegna's king five acquisition of the local sponsorship for the seahawks i had to sit down you know i just I, couldn't couldn't take yeah. it but i'm back in i'm back in shape now <laughs> well good because you know you're, they're going to need you out there at, uh, at seahawks training camp down there in south bellevue or north renton or wherever they it is they practice but north renton yeah i'm sure i'm sure they will well media and Sultan drops a new show each tuesday and friday on all the podcasting yep. platforms as well as video we do a video of this that drops on media insultant showcase on vimeo if you want to watch the video, that's where you find it. Podcasting, you can find it any podcasting platform. We're a production of In-Town Media. So, Keith, uh, now that you've calmed down, we've both calmed down from the excitement of last week, or of, of Tuesday, uh, we can do this again. <laughs> next week. Next you week. got it, buddy. All right. I'll, I'll see you Have Tuesday. a great weekend. Uh, thanks. <laughs>